0: Morning and welcome to the NCSA Mental Health Devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I will be your host for this morning's worship. Before we start, let us just close our eyes for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, We thank you for a new morning with new possibilities and we pray that you will help us to this day have a day that is joyous, that is filled with a positive outlook in life where we can truly live our lives to honor you and to bless those around us. And and Lord, also to, to realize that although trials and temptations come, Lord, that our focus should remain on you, on the things of life which are important and not on the things of life that distress. Bless us now, Lord, as we open your word is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'd like to read you from the book of James chapter 1 verse 19 for our verse this morning. It says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. The title for my talk this morning is, Why Don't They Hear Me? So I am hard of hearing. I have gone for ear tests, and I do have 100% hearing. But for some strange reason, I struggle to hear correctly when people speak. My family have teased me and said that it's not because I can't hear, but it's because I don't want to hear. And they have said that I have what they call selective hearing. (laughs) Now, it can be very exasperating when you're trying to communicate with somebody, but you know that what you are saying is going in the one ear and completely out the other ear. And Dr. Suzanne Suzanne Heitler says that Persons who do not feel heard often end up with depression, anxiety, and even built-up anger. And how this frustration grows is it really starts with the first dismissal of your viewpoint. And this usually evokes anxiety inside of a person when a person first dismisses your viewpoint or your your sayings. And then if it happens again... If your opinions are ignored or negated, you might end up feeling irritated and eventually even very angry. And if this happens consistently and you are consistently being ignored, it can invite depression into your life. So there's a saying that goes that most people do not listen with the intent of understanding, but they listen with the intent of replying, says Stephen R., Now, the interesting thing is, is that unfortunately you can't make anybody listen to you. But what you can do is you can control your methods with dealing with these poor listeners so that it doesn't feel like you are talking to a rock. So what does it mean when people are not listening? There are really degrees in the intensity of how people do not listen. You get those who willfully disregard what you are saying, some out of spite, others because they don't agree with your opinions. Or maybe they're not listening because they don't understand what you're saying, or they're not valuing what you're saying, or they simply just don't want to listen to what you're saying and they walk away or completely ignore you. So you really need to ask yourself the question, what am I dealing with when people don't listen? So there are really 12 reasons why people don't listen. And you could probably add to the list, but I'd like to share these 12 with you. The first one is somebody might say to you, I only listen to what I believe. People tend to tune out when communication is given to them that is different from things that they believe. The second reason people don't listen is I don't listen because I don't like you. You see, if you're angry with somebody, you most likely will reject what they are saying as wrong or as unimportant. The third one is, I don't listen because I know better. Thus, another person's um, perspective is really not worth listening to if you feel that what you are believing is the best. There's a verse in Proverbs 18 verse 2 that warns against this. It says, fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. In other words, they only think what they know is best and their opinions count. The fourth reason why people tend to not hear is because of anger. You see, anger often opens up our mouths and closes the ears to understanding and listening. And people who are angry often become very defensive, which makes them not listen for understanding, but makes them listen to just respond. James 1 verse 19 says, Be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. The fifth reason why people tend to not listen is I don't listen to you because I don't trust you. And distrust really blocks the intake of information. And we tend to not listen to somebody who we consider our enemy. Number six is I don't listen to you because you don't even listen to yourself. So if you like yourself, others will tend to like you too. If you listen to yourself, others will most likely listen to you as well. But if you don't, then they're going to copy that behavior. The seventh reason is I don't listen to you because you don't listen to me. You see, there's a reason that we have got two ears and one mouth. We need to learn to talk less and listen more. If you want to be heard by others, you need to practice to hear them. There's a, there's a saying that goes, the word silent and listen are spelt with the same letters. Think about that for a moment. The eighth reason is I don't listen to you because you have a negative tone of voice or a negative body language. You see, hearing is very often blocked when the listener perceives what you are communicating and how you are communicating with them as a threat. The ninth reason is I don't listen to you because of your tempo or your volume or the amount of information that you're sharing. Some people tend to switch off because you're too loud or maybe you're too quiet or you speak too slow or you speak too fast or maybe you're giving too much information or even too little information. You see, if you think about it, when you communicate, let's say you aren't feeling upset. If you give them information, you say, you make me feel angry. That's not enough information to go on. But if you spend six hours on a speech about every single little thing that makes you unhappy, the person is also, you know, probably going to shut down. The tenth reason is I don't listen to you because you jump in between topics. Um, You know, sometimes when we are emotional and we want to communicate something to somebody, we we tend to not be very clear or concise on one specific issue. We tend to jump around in topics and, and the discussion is not centered on one specific theme. And this can confuse people and they can lose interest when we are speaking. The 11th reason is I don't listen to you because you give advice and not information. You see, information empowers others to make their own decisions. Advice, however, comes across as you are insisting that I should do it your way. The twelfth reason why people don't listen is I don't listen to you because you repeat non-meaningful words or information. Words like like or you know over and over again Or, or sometimes you just you know give information that's not relevant to the topic at hand. There's a verse that reminds me in the Bible of even that God even says you know that we should be careful of just repeating words that have no meaning. When talking about prayer in Matthew 6 verse 7 the Lord says do not pray or keep babbling on like the pagans, for they think that they will be heard because they use many words. And I think that sometimes we think this. We think if we speak a lot, if we use a lot of words, if we repeat ourselves, then people will hear us. But this is often the opposite of what is true. And we often end up you know, um, not having people really listen to us because we're using the wrong tactics. So if you want people to listen to you, We need to learn to take time to calm down, to move away from anger. And perhaps we should try to communicate if our verbal communication is not so effective. Maybe try to communicate through writing or through using visual imagery, you know, painting a picture, telling a story ask questions instead of telling people what you are feeling ask them about their opinions and their point of views and when you communicate try and say everything that you want to say in three sentences or less if you can't say it in three sentences or less then you're probably starting to babble and using words and, and, and illustrations that are unnecessary try and explain what you have explained in a different way don't try and use the same type of communication technique that you've used throughout your life and then be very careful that when you are speaking to somebody or communicating to somebody, to not to try and defend yourself or to rebuff. Um, First Peter 3 verse 9 gives us advice and it says, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. You see, when you communicate to somebody, they might respond with insult. They might respond with with dissatisfaction with what you have said. Don't take on their tone of voice. This is going to stop them from listening. This is going to stop them from, from really hearing what it is that you have to say. Um, as I said before, what you can also do is try and use visual communication as opposed to verbal communication. Some people respond better better to visual stimuli i think of jesus jesus understood this whenever he communicated he would use um, the things around him i think of the the parables in matthew where he would say look at the trees look at the birds so he drew their attention to not just listening but to seeing the things that he was trying to teach them and then of course when you are speaking also listen because a conversation is a two-way street um, remember that sometimes we have to share unpleasant information. And sometimes we have to be like we said yesterday. We need to be wise as serpents but harmless as doves. And sometimes when you need to communicate, we need to learn to communicate in stories. I think of the story or the, the, the rebuke that was brought to King David after he had killed Uriah and slept with Bathsheba. And, and when the prophet Nathan comes to David, he doesn't just tell David straight out. Listen here, David, you're sinful. You stole another man's wife. Um, you're going to be punished for this no he comes with a parable he comes with a story and and through the story you know he he, he 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 tries to evoke in king david a sense of this is wrong this is this is not right and once king david realized that in the story what this man did by stealing another poor man's sheep he's like this is wrong how can a rich man take a poor man's sheep when he has so many sheep already then nathan turns around and says to him king david that man is you because you took Uriah's wife when you already had so many wives. So we can sometimes learn to use stories to communicate. And then, of course, sometimes when we want to communicate something, especially when it is of an unpleasant nature, it's better to speak to a person alone. Sometimes we bring in third parties or witnesses way before it's time to do so. And I think of Matthew 18 verse 15 that says, when you point out a brother's fault, do it just between the two of you. If the brother doesn't listen, then you can call in a third person and then you know you go on with the process but don't jump straight into bringing other people into the matter when people are not listening remember Everybody has at times um, situations where they don't listen because of stress and being tired. And, you know, sometimes there's just something pressing on their mind and they're struggling to concentrate. Um, however, the problem comes in when they constantly ignore you. This is when the problem arises. And then we need to be careful of our own response when we realize that people are constantly ignoring us, when we feel unheard and then become hurt, because then you have one of, th- well, three options. Really, you can either just give up and not try try and communicate with them anymore or you can keep patiently trying to get your message across or then sometimes we are in danger of becoming manipulative because we're trying to get our viewpoint across and people are not listening and then we start using fear tactics and, and nastiness so What really should we be using speech for? When we communicate, we should use it to help and encourage and strengthen our fellow man. Ephesians 4 verse 29 says that no unwholesome talk should leave our mouths, only that which is helpful and that will build up others. We should never be scolding people or or manifesting harshness. We should stay away from harsh dictatorial, you know, type of communication. And we should also be careful of using that type of tone of voice, you know, to be harsh and unkind. We should put away fault finding when we communicate and all untruthfulness. Don't lie when you talk. Um, It is for your own benefit that you avoid strife. Um, Proverbs 23 verse 3 says, "Um, it is for your own benefit to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to move into a quarrel. You know, oftentimes when we try to communicate, we end up in, you know, quarrels and arguments and belittling and and nastiness. Don't engage in that type of talk. Don't be loud or angry um, when talking within the home. Never raise your voice when speaking. Keep your tone of voice and your level of voice the same way. Um, don't be wavering in your decisions or your um, use impulsive words you know be sure about what you're going to communicate communicate it clearly and and don't just you know say the first thing that comes into your mind think about what you're about to say um, stay away from using low jest or sarcasm when you communicate but rather speak words of kindness of tender sympathy and love proverbs 18 verse 21 says the tongue has the power of life and death so be un. Yielding and firm within your principles, but speak plainly so that those around you can listen and understand every word that you are saying. And then cultivate, learn how to have a soft and persuasive way of speaking. Being gentle, keep yourself calm. As Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And then be patient with people, you know. People have faults and they have trials that they're going through. Matthew 7 verse 5 says that we should take the log out of our own eye first before we try and take the log out of someone else's eye. And then make sure that your thoughts are converted and that your tongue will then also be converted. You see, because if we don't think pure thoughts, if we don't have pure motives within our heart towards people when we communicate with them, then they're not going to listen because our tongues, are go- our tongues are going to be harsh. Our speech are going to be harsh. Luke 6 verse 45 says, For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. In other words, if your heart is full of anger and hatred and bitterness, and you're going to speak in that way, people are going to tend to not listen. So be careful of what is in your heart. Convert the heart. And then also please remember to choose the right time and place to communicate specific messages. There's a time and a place for everything. Now, all jangling and unpleasant and impatient, fretful words will tend to destroy the peace and happiness of our families. It tends to destroy health and eventually it's a cause of forfeiting even our eternal happiness. So we really need to be careful of how we communicate so that people can listen more. More carefully. But then remember that there will always be people who will not hear, irrespective of how kind and truthful and direct and to the point you are, even if you wish them well. Um, when you come across people like this who simply will not listen, even though you have put your best foot forward and you have kept your side pure, what you do in these cases is wish them well and move on. But don't forget that even if you come across people who do not hear you, that there is one who will always hear you. Psalms 18 verse 6 says, In my distress I called unto the Lord. I cried to my God for help from his temple he heard my voice my cry came from him and it came into his ears and my prayer for you this morning is is that as you realize that sometimes the reason people don't hear us is because you know we tend to to, to speak in harsh ways we tend to you know um, not be trustworthy we tend to be very unkind um, that we can just learn from these experiences and, and when we communicate in future to do the best from our side that we can and then leave those who refuse still to hear us out and to see our side and our perspective in the hands of God so that He will deal with them in the right time and in the right place. May God bless you. The Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word YES to PLUS27836584296. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at 8am. Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word YES to PLUS27836584296. And now, may your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.